What's up everyone? This is Mayowa, your host, and you are listening to the Six Figure Entrepreneur Podcast. More people than ever are building cool stuffs online from the scratch, solving problems and making a lot of money in the process. And on this show, I sit down with these amazing six-figure entrepreneurs to share their entrepreneurial journeys, the ideas, the opportunities, the strategy they are taking advantage of so the rest of us can do the same. And now let's get the show started. As a business owner, you're going to have to continue to innovate. You're not going to get where you're going by doing the same thing you've always done. You have to you have to adapt, you have to evolve, you have to innovate. We're looking at the podcast as an asset that does multiple things for you. It is business development, it is marketing, it is innovation, and it is sales all in one workflow. What's up, everyone? This is Mayowa, your host, and you are listening to the Six Figure Entrepreneur Podcast. More people than ever are building cool stuffs online from the scratch, solving problems and making a lot of money in the process. And on this show, I sit down with these amazing six-figure entrepreneurs to share their entrepreneurial journeys, the ideas, the opportunities, the strategy they are taking advantage of so the rest of us can do the same. And now, let's get the show started. Hi everyone, my name is Mayowa and I'm the host of the Six Figure Entrepreneur Podcast. This is another episode of the show and today I am super excited to welcome another awesome entrepreneur who is doing amazing stuff online with his business. And before we get the show started, I will just pass the mic to him. He will introduce himself, what he's doing and a little bit about his business. I will say as little as possible and let you lead the way, Mayowa. Thank you for having me on the show. Uh, and I'm really feeling blessed to be here. And I think that with our conversation today, I hope that uh, we can share some insight and help change life with the yeah. words that we speak. I'm, I'm Jonathan Rivera from the Podcast Factory. Okay. All right. Jonathan, I'm super excited to have you as my guest on the Six Figure Entrepreneur Podcast. And I'm looking forward to a very awesome ride with you on this show. Let's go. All right. So uh, let's get started. How did you get started with all this entrepreneurial stuff? Oh, man, I was just telling a story about this where uh, I was a, a kid. I used to go to uh, Puerto Rico in the summer because my parents worked and they didn't have a babysitter. And uh, there was a, a, a day where my friends were going to the movies and I didn't have any money to go to the movies. I, I didn't know what to do. Uh, I didn't want to ask my grandma because I know she didn't have much money. Uh, I couldn't ask my aunt because she was always at work. And so I was fortunate enough that my <laughs> my parents sent me to Puerto Rico with two suitcases. One suitcase was my clothing. The other suitcase was full of toys. And so I thought about it and I, I went outside and I put up a table and I, I got a piece of paper and wrote toys, 25 cents. <laughs> and I stacked all my toys on the table and started trying to sell them. And nobody was there. So I had to, I had to get customers. And so I sent my two little cousins out to get their friends and they brought some friends back and boom, started selling toys. And they were at such a good price that the kids told other kids and uh, they brought more kids over. And I ended up selling almost all of my toys and getting enough money to go to the movies. And uh, so how did I get started as an entrepreneur? I think that's my first entrepreneurial memory. Okay. 
Awesome. So from that selling toys to present day with Podcast Factory, can you just walk us through how it all happened? The, well, the Podcast Factory is uh, is just the, the latest. I've been doing it. Ah, well, I, mean, I can't even think now. I think I did my first show on the Podcast Factory in 2013. So that's about nine years ago. Uh, but I, I, I went to school. I, I was a straight D student. I wasn't really amounting to much. My parents told me to get a trade. So I became an electrician. I did that for nine years. I hated it and eventually got into real estate so that I didn't have that uh, blue collar job anymore. And, and I heard that real estate was where you make your riches and made a bunch of money, lost a bunch of money, learned a lot, built my first business back up. Uh, and then after the last real estate crash, uh, which was in 08, I decided that I needed to diversify my income. And that's when I started looking at uh, businesses online and, and did several different iterations of coaching and info products and eventually ended up creating the Podcast Factory Agency uh, right around 2015 was when we started taking clients. Okay, that's very awesome. Like from selling toys to you doing something that you are not really okay with, that you are not cool with and you are not passionate about to starting a business that you have been running for years. I think that's a very awesome story. So when you started Podcast Factory, can you just take us back to that story of how you got your first sale? How did it happen? Now, I want to I say something for everybody listening out there. Uh, it's the podcast factory. And the reason why I say the podcast factory is because it is a trademark here in the U S the podcast factory. Um, so that's my commitment <laughs> to the work I'm doing that we even got the name of the company trademarked. Uh, but, but our first sale, our first sale, I mean, man, the first sale is me selling myself on this being the business because the podcast factory wasn't the business at the time. Uh, I was actually uh, running a real estate training business with one of my partners and I was in a, a group and I was trying to get some feedback on my real estate training business and nobody was interested, but I happened to be doing some podcasts with some of my friends. And every time we went on a break, somebody said, Hey man, I, I, you're doing this show with this guy or that show with that guy. Can you tell me more? How do you do that? And, and so I had to sell myself on the idea that the real estate training business wasn't what I really needed to be doing. Uh, it wasn't fulfilling my purpose. And, and then I said, all right, well, me and my wife cupcake, we spoke and decided that we were going to really focus on the podcast factory. And, um, from there, the sales came in from, from referrals, people just wanting to do business with me. And I was kind of ignoring that for a while. Okay, awesome. So you have you are doing very awesome job with the podcast factory, and thank you so much for that correction. Like I read something about you, you have this idea, this system called the client cartel system. So can you just walk us to what the heck that is and every other good stuff about what your company do? Yeah, the client cartels. Well, that's that's iteration number three, and and that's what I think is important to understand when you're in business for a while. You're going to start in one spot and eventually you're going to have to figure out what's next. Like you mentioned something and I want to take you back to where it got started for because you mentioned that the client uh, cutter system is the third iteration. So what is the first and the second before we talk about the third? Like just 
take us back to how it got started and how you find yourself with the client uh, Tata system. Right. So as a business owner, you're going to have to continue to innovate. You're not going to get where you're going by doing the same thing you've always done. You have to, you have to adapt, you have to evolve, you have to innovate. And so, like I was saying earlier, the, the client cartels is the third iteration or innovation that, that we've built into our system. And so we started with uh, just working with our friends and helping them make more sales and what was important to them back then. And you got to think this was back in 2013, 2014, 2015. What was important to these folks was obviously downloads, uh, also making sales and, and the vanity metrics were important back then. And they like to be at the top of the iTunes charts. And so we specialized in getting our hosts to the top of the iTunes charts. And I think we got our first 10 clients to the top of the charts. And so that was the first thing we were doing was getting them high ratings, getting them downloads and, and building that platform and that brand but eventually iTunes changed the game and they stopped letting out the information that helped you get to the top of the charts. And so we were in the dark. I think they even turned off the whole thing for about a year. And so we had to innovate. It was time to do something different. And what we were finding was our clients were more doing phone sales or doing high ticket sales, selling big packages, five, 10, 15, 25, $50,000 packages. And what they needed was help making easier sales. So we reconfigured our system and that's when we started doing the direct response marketing system and knocking out objections, pre-selling clients, having them show up to phone calls pre-sold. And we've, we've done really well. We've gotten a lot of case studies, uh, people very happy. Uh, in fact, I'm talking to one of our clients today. He, he says uh, the, his name's Dan Barrett. And he says the people that come from the podcast are his easiest sales. So we mastered that system. We did that for a couple of years and now we're in innovation number three, the client cartels. And this is where we're looking at the podcast as an asset that does multiple things for you. It is business development. It is marketing. It is innovation and it is sales all in one workflow. And we start that by getting appointments, getting interviews and making that the beginning of a sales process for our clients. So that's, that's where we're at right now. Uh, and we just released the client cartels because I was using it for a year to make sure the thing worked before I offered it to anybody. Okay. Uh, thanks so much for that, John. Like there's John out there. John is a big time coach who actually has a lot of coaching packages that he says out to his clients. So can you just give us a walkthrough of how John can tap into this client cartel system to actually push up and get to the next level or in his business? Got to be qualified. I don't know what John's doing. I don't know about his business. I don't know if this will help him or not. He's got to, he's got to get on a, a call. Uh, actually, let, let's talk about what, what it takes for John to be able to work with us. Sure. John needs to know his numbers. John needs to know what a client is worth. Uh, John needs to know how many appointments he gets and how many closes he gets. And if he's got these numbers, he knows how much his client is worth. He knows how many calls it takes to make a sale. We can help John because what we do is we can go ahead and up the volume of appointments. That's really what the client cartel system is about, getting more appointments. Like for instance, last week, I was uh, 
I was, I was doing calls and I had 15 calls last week. This week, I'm not doing any calls. I got no calls this week, but I know it takes me about three to four calls to make a sale. So you can figure out the numbers from there. That's why John needs to know his numbers. John needs to know how much he makes. He also needs to know the lifetime value of his client, because if he doesn't know the lifetime value of his client, he doesn't know what he can, can invest to get a new client. So knowing the numbers, we can bolt our system on to get you more appointments, to get you in front of the exact right people that need your help and to get you more sales opportunities. Plus use all of that because it's in the form of a podcast. Use that for marketing your business, which again, then gets you more appointments, gets you more calls and more sales. Okay. All right. So if I get you right, the system is just simply John with his eye coaching package, eye ticket coaching package, talking to potential clients and on his show and having tapping into your system to get that sales uh, through interaction and co- having conversation with uh, his ideal client, right? That's a, yeah, I mean, that's the simplest form is we know exactly who he needs to be talking to. We get those people on his calendar and we create a, a sales system around the podcast. So the podcast, your entryway in there, now you have marketing material and you have a business opportunity. So it does two things for you in one workflow. Okay. So present date in your business, can you tell us the structure of your business and uh, revenue wise in 2022? How is figure like? Clients working with us will go through uh, the first 30 days is going to be setting up the foundation, doing the worksheets, the client cloner, the client matrix, figuring out who we're talking to. Uh, getting the show concept together. So all of that is preparation work. In month two, they start to actually have interviews and and record shows. And we like to say that by month two or three, there should be some sales opportunities and and close sales off of the workflow. Um, if, uh, did I answer your question there correctly? Yeah, sure. Like, that's exactly okay. what I'm asking of. So let's transition into my favorite part of this podcast where I have to throw some questions to Jonathan and he will come back to us with answers. Uh, Jonathan, should we fire on? Let's go. All right. So what is one book that you have read that's changed your life that you like to recommend to our listeners? <laughs> well, the book that I read every day is the Bible. And I like to go into the book of Proverbs and read that over and over again. And I have given uh, Bibles away to my family and to my clients. So I'm going to, I'm going to go with that one as far as like bigger picture, because that's how I, I, I start all my days. But if we're talking about business or personal development, I would say that one of my favorites is Extreme Ownership by Jocko Willink. I've read that about 10 times, given it to my team, given it to my wife, Cupcake. Uh, and I really am sold on the idea of extreme ownership in your life and in your business. Okay. The link uh, to the book Jonathan just mentioned, you can find it by heading straight to www.thesixfigureentrepreneur.com. Just head straight there and just type Jonathan in the search bar and the show note for this episode will pop up. So Jonathan, just speaking about book, if you had to write a book right now, what would that book be about? Uh, well, last year I wrote a book called Results Leader, uh, which is about uh, uh, my philosophy on getting results and getting better clients. Uh, this year I am looking at my next book is, I don't know, I have a, I have a, a working title right now of Bizcasting. I know that's not going to be the title, 
but it's outlining the process of the client cartel system and how it works to load up your calendar with opportunities. So I think that's really going to be the focus for the last half of this year. Okay, that's cool. I will look forward to when I, the book will be published. And I, I, I'm very, very sure it will be a very awesome resources for coaches, consultants, and thought leaders out there who want more business and more, want more clients for their business. So outside of business, who is Jonathan? Me? Uh, <laughs> I like to say that I, I am a, a man of God, a husband, a father, and uh, I'm working every day to to be more generous. It's a, it's a lifetime goal to, to be more generous. Okay. All right. Let's talk about superpowers now. Like uh, what is one superpower that you believe you've got that has contributed to you winning in life and business? I don't know that I have any superpowers. That's more like Superman came down from Krypton and he's got superpowers. I feel like I'm more like a, a Batman with a utility belt. I don't know that I have superpowers. What I do have is discipline and the ability to stick to a schedule and stick to my goals and stick to my work and keep doing them even when I don't get the results I want. And so I don't know that that's a superpower as much as it is a, a routine, but uh, that's that's probably the very best thing I have right now. Yeah, sure. That will surely count for one superpower. And I think that's exactly what I'm asking something that maybe an habit or maybe like uh, something you have used to over the years that has helped you a lot in business. That's exactly what I just answered. So when we talk about superpowers, we are all human, just like you mentioned, and surely we have areas where we are struggling with in business. So what is one area that you are struggling with in business right now? What exactly are you doing to address that? Yeah, actually, this is a great one because it's... uh... I, I've got hit with it at least twice in the last year, and I'm seeing it on my on my P&L right now, uh, my profit and loss statement. But I, I need to get better at sales. I need to get better at asking for the sale and being more direct about that because a lot of people think sell is a four-letter word, like it's a bad word. But if we don't sell our products, if we don't sell our services, how are we going to help the people around us? And so I I got pointed in the right direction about six months ago when someone was looking over my emails and told me I wasn't being uh, aggressive enough or selling hard enough in my email campaign. And I said, oh, wow, yeah, look, that's right. That, That makes perfect sense. And then I got the same talk recently when, uh, one of the consultants that, that I, have working with us to help us in our business said, Hey, are you being aggressive about the sale? Are you asking for the sale in this process? Because your numbers don't look good. And I, I looked at it and I was beating around the bush, not saying, Hey, do you want this? And just trying to get to a no as quickly as possible. Okay. Awesome. I think we all struggle with that because our sales has really got a bad rap and uh, nobody wants to be their salesman. But without that, there is no money that will come in for the business. And without money coming in, there is actually no business. So I think it's what everybody should work on. And so for someone like me as well, like, you know, this idea of uh, let's, let's, let me not sound like uh, I want to get this. And surely we want to get this. And I think we have to be very comfortable with asking for the sale, just like you mentioned. Uh, so what is one thing that you are working on in your business right now that you are super excited about? Well, 
at the time we're speaking, we're just wrapping up a quarter. So I'll be reviewing my quarter next week and planning for the next quarter. And uh, next quarter is really all about the client cartels and our messaging on our website. So uh, I'll be updating the messaging on the website to be in line with the client cartel system. Now that we're offering that, I also have to redo all my uh, opt-in bribes, the things on the website that get people to give me their email address so that I can email them. So that's going to be in line with the client cartels. And of course, all the emails as well have to be lined up. So basically it's positioning and messaging around the client cartels and giving uh, the website a big refresh, letting people know exactly how we can help them. Okay. All right. So uh, in your feet and uh, based on your years of experience, what is one habit or one thing that people always do that you don't really agree with? <sighs> I don't know. I, I can't say that uh, for other people. I, I, I don't know. I don't want to correct anybody's behavior, but it's working for you. Great. Uh, but uh, one, one thing that I can't stand is people who show up late for appointments. So if we're talking about pet peeves, I'd say, yeah, man, show up five minutes early is on time. On time is late. Okay. All right. Uh, showing up on time. Uh, it's one thing you can't stand. And I think that is for everyone. So all through your years of being an entrepreneur, what is that one big lesson that you have learned that you like to share with us? <laughs> one big lesson as if there was one big lesson. Yeah. There are uh, a lot of lessons, lessons that, every day. Yeah. <laughs> that one big one that you like to talk about. Yeah. There, there's so many to choose from. Uh, I would say that the, the big one is, is to uh, embrace failure. And, and we were talking about that in sales, like, let's just get to that no quicker so we can figure out what we need to do better. Or uh, if we don't get to know, then we got to a yes and that's more money. Right. And so I think that not being afraid when it comes to failure or getting no's, that's just part of the business. If you get used to that and, and welcome it and learn from it, uh, the sooner you do that, the better off you'll be. Okay. Awesome. So uh, before we say goodbye on this episode, can you just tell us where we can connect with you and where we can enjoy all the good stuff that you have been working on with uh, over the years? Yeah, I think the best place since we're, we're on your podcast right now, Six Figure Entrepreneur, uh, if you guys are listening to podcasts, I'd recommend resultsleader.fm. Resultsleader.fm is my podcast. We're putting it out a couple times a week and we're talking to business owners, client, uh, client businesses, service businesses, and, and how they're getting results for their clients, the things that they're doing, the lessons that they've learned. And uh, we're, we're doing that over at resultsleader.fm. Okay. Uh, where can we connect with you on social media or maybe every other platform that you're available on? Yeah, everywhere. I am Riverathan, R-I-V-E-R-A-T-H-A-N. LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, anywhere, Riverathan. Okay. Uh, you have it. We've had Jonathan on this episode and it's been a very awesome time. Every link that Jonathan mentioned, you can find it in the show note for this episode. Just head straight to www.thesixfigureentrepreneur.com and you'll find the show note for this episode. Uh, so, Jonathan, thank you so much for jumping on this call with me and sharing your entrepreneurial journey with us. I celebrate you for keeping the entrepreneurial fire burning. Thanks so much for all the good things you have been doing in the world and changing the world in your own little way. And I believe next time, if I call on you, you surely like to jump and have this conversation again 
maybe Papa to talk about your book and the client cartel system much more in details. Thank you, Mario. It's a pleasure. All right. So uh, we catch you next time. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Six Figure Entrepreneur Podcast. For more episodes and the show notes for this episode, visit www.thesixfigureentrepreneur.com. And I would love for you to leave a review on iTunes if this episode has been of value to you. See you next time on another episode of the Six Figure Entrepreneur Podcast. And until then, keep building and keep the entrepreneurial fire burning. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Six Figure Entrepreneur Podcast. For more episodes and the show notes for this episode, visit www.thesixfigureentrepreneur.com. And I would love for you to leave a review on iTunes if this episode has been of value to you. See you next time on another episode of the Six Figure Entrepreneur Podcast. And until then, keep building and keep the entrepreneurial fire burning.